Hello, today is Friday, December the 18th, and you are listening to the Grains Matter Chatter podcast presented by North Gore Grains. I'm your host, Dolores Foster, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Jeffrey Guy. Back again this week. Took That's... one week off, but I is here again. I don't even know if you took a full week off, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I took one week off the podcast. Fair enough, fair enough. So, a lot happened this week in the markets. Pretty exciting stuff. Yeah, let's get into prices first. So, uh, corn, this year's harvest was up $4 to close at $2.28. Next year was up $4 also at $2.14. Did hit $2.15 today. Soybeans were the star again this week. Old crop, which is this year's, was up $15, closed at $5.33. Next year was up $9, closed $4.87. The wheat market was uh, had a real up and down week, but... Basically closed a dollar or two either way on the wheat. Uh, spring wheat uh, for next year's at two forty three. The winter wheat's at two sixty one. Um, so that was kind of the long and short in the prices. But uh, so what happened with the soybeans? They seem uh, to really rally this week. Lots of things in the soybean markets. I made myself five notes here today to talk about, and I probably could have made ten. You know, when I think about it. So weather in South America. Get nice rains this week, uh, widespread rains in South America, Brazil, and Argentina. Though the long range is showing Argentina will be dry again. So did that provide some support? Uh, also in Argentina, they have a port strike in Argentina. So that's limiting their exports of uh, soybean meal. They are the largest exporter in the world of soybean meal. And that port strike's been going on all week. And they were, what I read this morning, there was no no talks to get it to end. So it's supposed to be a, a lot of boats sitting around not doing anything that are stranded around those ports. So in the short term, this could drive some demand to the U.S., which helps prices. Not great for Argentina, but pretty good for us. Yeah, not great for Argentina, Argentina but good for... U.S. and Canada, and so that helps soy meal, soy oil, soybean prices, Chicago soybean prices. Um, the U.S. exports, they've talked about this week. They've uh, U.S. exports of soybeans so far this year, or their contracts have reached uh, 90% of the projected sales for the year out of the U.S., or the projected sales by the USDA. So, Every analyst is saying the USDA is going to have to increase export sales in the next couple of WASDA reports, a big one in January. And if they increase export sales, this will decrease U.S. ending stocks, which has been talked about for the last few months because of these sales. So it's uh, that's got to be supporting prices. And we were talking about increased exports. There's that C word we have to talk about always. China. China and so you know what really will the demand in China be going forward China is trying to grow more of their own crops however their uh, their hog herd is supposedly in ramped right back up in uh, numbers hogs eat a lot of corn and soybeans soybeans for the protein so and plus the they eat a lot of the soybeans in the domestic food side so it's where will that demand be going forward Nobody really knows. So it's like those were kind of five big points 
in the markets. There are other ones. There's, uh, you know, we talked about U.S. production and everything too, U.S. demand, because the uh, crush demand in the in the U.S. is at a, I don't know, it's all time high, but it's up like seven or eight percent from last year, and it's staying that way. Soybean oil demand is higher worldwide because of palm oil stocks are lower so it just kind of goes on and on and on so there's a lot of little bullish things in there and we always have to keep in our mind in what the managed money the position they have and right now they have a long position which means they're still betting on the price to go up mm-hmm. but it's a uh if something happens that's a production in South America becomes higher or demand in China decreases more than what people think. Maybe COVID takes off real big time again and shuts all the economies down again. That can change real quick. Things can change quick. There's a lot of potential volatility in the markets this year. And when things start going down, manage money if they're in a long position and they start to sell off, they push your price down that much faster. And if anybody remembers... Even when the oil market earlier this year went into the negative, that was part of it in there. A small part, but it was part of it. So so the corn, the increase in the corn, would that have just been to follow suit with the soybeans a little bit or what's causing that? Well, it's so there's a lot of those same things from soybeans about South America is in the corn side. The Chinese demand questions like uh, for anybody who reads the daily email uh, yesterday, Thursday, I wrote about uh, two different scenarios for Chinese demand and two people I read, uh, I read fairly often. The one uh, analyst had Chinese demand for corn going up from the U.S., going to help prices. And the other analyst said, no, it's going to kind of flatten out and stay there. And <laughs> so it's not, it might keep prices the same, but it's not going to drive them higher. There's always a 50-50 chance. So one of those two analysts will probably be right. It's just a matter of which one. So who knows? And one of the things right now for U.S. corn, and which again reflects on on us in Canada, is that the U.S. corn is some of the least expensive on the world market right now for mm-hmm. importers because the supplies in South America are decreased or diminished right now until they get the new crop off. Ukraine, they're cutting back their production numbers a little bit. And that, so there's, it's, right now the U.S. corn is less expensive, so it's, in theory, should help their exports. So corn's been pulled with uh, with soybeans, but there it does have some of its own fundamentals in there too. Sure. And of course, we should talk a little bit about wheat. Wheat really did go up and down this week, and... Yeah. Uh, Russia, after years, years of talking about increased uh, export taxes, did put one on this week. It's going to start the middle of February. The first day after it went on, I read, oh, it's going to, the Russian exporters are going to export everything really fast, buy things up from the Russian farmers real fast, get it out in the world market. By the end of this week, it's like, oh, nothing's really changing in Russia. They're their exports are just going around the same. Price hasn't changed. So what will effect will it have on the world market? Well, that was really shown by how wheat prices went up during the week, but then came back down mm-hmm. and were pretty much unchanged. 
So what happens going into Christmas or into the holidays for the markets? Yes. So this is our last podcast of the year. So we're going to be starting up. I think we mentioned that last week. We'll start up again on the 8th of January. And so this coming week, we are open Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and for part of the day on Thursday. Um, And then we'll... The following week will be much the same. It pretty much will be, yep. We'll be open there. But so people have to remember the markets still trade. Yes, they do. With the potential volatility we have in the markets, uh, political, everything out there this year. Things can change quick. We are always available with our phones. Yep. And that uh, to talk about the markets at any time and uh, say as the soybean jump this week really was, I hate to say the word unexpected, but it probably truly was. Mm -hmm. And uh, so things can change. And oh, you know, one thing we forgot to do, Dolores. No. Congratulate some people. Oh, yeah. So some target orders got hit today. That uh, $215 for next year's corn into into our elevator $490 490 for soybeans into our elevator and how much down to the port Dolores $500 500 what a number who would have thought it's a pretty good way to start off the year <laughs> oh it's a great way it's a great way to end the year end of year and start a year that's right so we're uh anybody wants to talk about the markets over the next few weeks you know give us a call anytime and that absolutely uh, but it's so this is our last podcast before Christmas, but oh, we need to tell people we still are receiving corn. The dryer's still running. Yep. You know, corn's coming in. Uh, those farmers that still have it out there, get it off. It's a nice little window right now. That's right. So should we be singing a Christmas carol before we sign off today? You know, I think I'm I'm good. <laughs> but Aww. we just want to say very Merry Christmas to everyone. And um, thank you for the continued support and for tuning into our podcast we really appreciate it so we will be starting a new season of our podcast coming in january so um if you have any suggestions (laughs) i'm not done (laughs) if you have any suggestions or we're making a list of the special guests we'd like on then uh just give us a shout we'd uh we'd love your opinion anyways now you can sing jeff we wish you a merry christmas we wish you a merry christmas we wish you a merry christmas and a happy new year thank you again to everybody look forward to talking to everybody in the new year have a great merry christmas bye for now